do you think there's a superhero therapist? And if so, do you think they wear a costume? My my gut reaction was to say yes. Yeah. Just some sort of confidentiality there. Do you think they have a power that helps them be a therapist or that they just are considered a superhero therapist because all their clients are superheroes? I feel like they have a power. So then they definitely wear a costume. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I, I feel like superheroes would definitely only want to go to a therapist that can, like, understand. Maybe, like, super empathy. Or... <laughs> Not necessarily that, but you're on the right track. Maybe maybe they have the power to travel through repressed memories is what I was saying. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's very specific. I feel like it would just be, like, like Professor X kind of thing. Like, well, that would just be there. How would that help them be a therapist? Reading minds? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess kind of, like... <laughs> that's, the whole, that's the whole point, right? As a therapist, you're supposed to read minds? No, to, like, get in their mind and help them with their mind. Right. Maybe, like, the power of, like, possession. Just, like, to see how awful you actually feel. Oh. Yeah. Kind of like, not like a possession where like the they power. completely take over, but like. I was going to say, that sounds terrible. That sounds like terrible you. therapy. They're in there with you. They're not <laughs> possessing you. They're just like gotcha. also experiencing what you're experiencing. Okay. That suck. Yeah. I'd probably kill myself if I had that power. I also think it <clears throat> would make sense if they had like a completely unrelated yeah. power, like something they couldn't use to be a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> Like super empathy. No. No. But super empathy is not a superpower. They have a psych. Putting super in front of something that a lot of people already have does not make it a superpower. No, you like grab their arm and you can like feel their emotions. I don't know. I'm just spewing words at this point. We're not you recording. are. We're not? Oh, fuck. <laughs> a batman villain called johnny karaoke what are you doing i'm looking up weird batman villains why the short-lived character could probably be <laughs> <laughs> probably do a really kicking rendition of a living on a prayer by bon jovi what There's the nothing fuck exceptionally amazing about this villain he sings into this cane a lot and he's really good at staying dead <laughs> since he only appeared in two issues of batman after being shot in the head by russian gangsters Alright. I don't know what you want me to contribute. Oh. <laughs> no. Condiment King. Draven. What are you doing? Type in random words and see what happens when you You're wasting my time. Are we recording? I thought we were just test recording. No, we're going. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought we were just testing. I was waiting for you to No. Call cut. I got it I got it all set up. I got it right where I want it. Okay. All right, that's my bad. man. You don't tell me what's going on. I just <laughs> I like us to just flow into it, but I don't like you to fucking stall. <laughs> We're you, going. Usually, you make me do more tests than what we've done today. Yeah, because it sounds good.
Uh, Everything's working. <laughs> all right, well, let's uh, get into it. Yeah. Oh Jesus my Christ. God. What are you doing? Holy Uh-oh. shit. Uh-oh. He's got the zoomies. <laughs> Thor. Oh, no. He's going crazy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Thor, what's this piece of paper say? Oh, my God. That's what it said. Thor. Thor how to read. <laughs> Thor, go to the bathroom. It's all right. Draven? <laughs> yeah. Don't. Don't what? What are you doing? What do you mean? What are you laughing at? You. Oh. <laughs> Told your cat to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It felt like an unrelated laugh for some reason. Okay. What are we doing? What are we doing? How are you doing? Me, personally? Yeah. All right. That was so unconvincing. Yeah, because the real answer isn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, it's the show. Welcome back to Indie Rated Inc. Today we're doing, it's been a minute since we've done an Into the Cage episode, but that's what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. We're doing Season of the Witch. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Interesting cast so far. Very. From what I see. Um, do you want me to go ahead and do the synopsis real quick? Yeah. Hit me with it. His faith broken by many years fighting in the Crusades. A knight named Bayman returns to Europe and finds it ravaged by the Black Plague. A dying cardinal orders Bayman. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right. How do you, how do you spell it? B-E-H-M-A-N. I'm sorry, what? B-E-H-M-A-N. Batman? 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 <laughs> And his friend Felsen, played by Ron Perlman. Hell yeah. To take an accused witch to a remote bay where monks will destroy her power and end the pestilence. Oh, damn. I read that word right the first try. Pestilence? Yeah. Let's go. Well done. As Batman and five comrades <laughs> undertake this dangerous journey, they come to realize that the prisoner is no ordinary girl and evil forces await at their destination. Hmm. hmm. Season of the Witch. I wonder if there's gonna. It's like. It sounds then like there's real magic in it. Oh yeah. I hope so. For sure. That's exciting. I've seen the trailer. Ah. Uh, Your job is to come into these ones fresh. Mine is oh, to like right. do, do everything I can. That's not watching the movie. <laughs> okay. This movie has two taglines. Mm-hmm. Number one being, not all souls can be saved. <laughs> number <laughs> number two, which I really like, is. This January, raise some hell. <laughs> so, so it came out January 2011? Yep, January 7th, 2011. Great. We keep getting new cage movies in our random generator, so that's cool. What? What? New cage movie. New cage movies. Newer. This is 2011. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. This is, this is pre-kick-ass. Consider... Wait, is it? When did Kick-Ass come out? I want to say 2008. No way. That's an old movie. Don't say that to me, Savvy. It's probably not 2008. Because I don't remember when it came out, so I feel like I was a child. 2010. So it is post-Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass 2 was only 2013. Those movies feel like they were not that long ago at all. They 
feel that long ago to me. Well, they weren't important. They weren't an important part of your personality. So what uh, t- the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So top build in this movie, we have Nicolas Cage as Batman. I'm just gonna say Batman until I find out how to actually say his name. That's fine. Uh, then we have Ron Perlman as Felson, and then Claire Claire Foy as the girl. Claire Foy as the girl. That's cool. That's her character name. Oh, the girl. Yikes. And also, Robert Sheehan. My man. Klaus from Umbrella Academy. I fucking adore him. As a character named Kay. He's not in the top build. At all. But, interesting to see him there. Yes. I'm going to be so excited to see him. IMDb gives it a 5.4 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 11%. Oh. What a variety. Yeah. I want to know the... Let me see if I can get the Google audience. Because I almost always agree with the audience score. 89%. For... Oh, for Rotten Tomato? No, for Google. For Google? Oh. Yeah. That's just people, like, going on Google and, like, liking it. Right. 89%. Like That's pretty it. good. Yeah. I just... I'm worried that it might be a movie that makes me want to go to sleep. Really? I have a lot of trouble with, like, medieval stuff. Really? Yeah. I like that shit. I like movies set in old time periods. I find them fascinating. But, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for the beginning of this episode. Unless you have any specific questions. Uh, Who directed it? It was Dominic Cena. Cena? Girl, I don't know. (laughs) Two nominations. Oh, it got, <laughs> it got nominated for two Razzies. Oh, yeah? Yeah, worst actor and worst screen couple. <laughs> <laughs> well. Wait, no, no, no. Nicolas Cage has been. No, it's okay. So Nicolas Cage has been a nominee twice but uh, for two movies. Yeah, worst actor for Drive Angry and Trespass. <laughs> and he got nominated for Worst Screen Couple for Drive Angry and Trespass. Oh, damn. I can't wait to watch those, those ones. Rough, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for those ones, though. Mm-hmm. Should we just go ahead and get into it? Um, sh- Sure. I'm ready to drink and be funny. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of drinking, um, we are going to be drinking um, Francis Ford Coppola's wine. How much did that cost you? It wasn't that expensive. I think it was eighteen dollars. When'd you go get that? I got that at the liquor store. When'd you go to the liquor store? Oh when wait, wait, wait. It. Yeah. That was a while ago. And got all the the like monthly supplies that actually almost lasted us a month. Well folks. Anyway, fucking hey me in the future. Cue the music. Right here.
beep, beep, honk, honk. New York City streets. Cars go by. Not fast. Not slow, but somewhere in between. Hmm. Nobody's careful. Hmm. Everybody's careless. Beep, beep. There's a man playing guitar on the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no sound effect for that one? Um, you can't do guitar? I, no. <laughs> Not with my mouth. <laughs> that was more banjo. And I told her. <laughs> There's a vagabond begging for change on the other side of the street. Bear changed. And here you stand. A foreigner to this new nation. Just a couple of dollars in your pocket. Nowhere to go but... A good feeling in your heart. <sighs> I'm ready for the day. New York City, so refreshing and so disgusting all at the same time. <sighs> <laughs> Piss and sweat. Piss and sweat and hopes and dreams. <sighs> Welcome to New York, baby. <laughs> Welcome to New York, baby. Welcome to New York, baby. A man tries to sell you a hero, right? <laughs> Deep dish. No, that's Chicago. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, guys. Hi, boy. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we watched a thing. We watched uh, Season of the Witch. We watched the movie, we're supposed we, to. We did. We did. And then we watched a lot of other things that we spent two extra hours watching. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I mean, the runtime on that was only what? It was only 30. an hour and 30. Yeah. Um. Uh. So uh, first thoughts? First thoughts about the movie? I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Same. The, the, uh, considering the um, genre. You know what yeah, I mean? it's, it's not at all what I thought it would be like, but Nick Cage movies tend to be like that. Also, what a fucking pairing Nick Cage and Ron Perlman. Mm -hmm. That's fucking nuts. How I well think that works. my one single complaint with this movie is actually that they didn't interact as much as I wanted them to. For sure. That definitely felt like it could be like a Spock and Kirk kind of thing, which mm -hmm. is like, uh, I mean, it kind of was in its own sense where like they were like really like assertive and this kind of way with other people when they were mm -hmm. talking to him. But when, when they were talking to each other, it was yeah. like this cutesy kind of fucking, uh, they're both smiling kind of banter. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I said to you, they're, but they've been best friends for so long. They're married kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, fantastic pairing. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, Robert. Robert? What's his last name? Who? Robert. Robert who? Oh, uh, Sheeman. Sheeman. Or Sheehan. Sheehan. That is. That Sheeman. is it. That's offensive. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in it more than I thought he would be. For sure. He's not up there, like, when you look at the cast. Yeah. But he... It might have been, like, his first thing. Like, first major thing. Yeah. He's in it all the way through. Because he was a little baby. Longer than some of the other people in this yeah, list. Yeah. For sure. Um, Spoilers, but he was the one left standing at the end. Yep. <laughs> so, do we want to kind of just do a quick through the plot real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Do it quickly. Real quick. Real quick. Okay. You do it. So, 
We have Ron Perlman and Nicolas Cage. What are their character names? Bayman. And uh, Felson. Felson. Mm-hmm. Bayman and Felson are part of a crusade army. And they disagree at the end with what they've done based on something that Bayman did, which was kill an innocent woman. And it just mm-hmm. kind of sticks in its mind. So they end up leaving the crusade army. They end up... They're deserters. They end up finding out that the world is plagued. There's a plague yeah. going around. I presume the Black Plague, <laughs> but you know. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure they said that. That it was the Black Plague specifically? I think so. I'll take your word on it. Sure. It's been two hours since I've seen it. so Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then they get to the city. What did they do? What did they end up getting arrested? Oh, they see the healed on their uh on their swords. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call that? Healed? Hilt. Hilt. Mm-hmm. Healed. Where the fuck did that come from? I don't know. I think it was shield. <laughs> My brain's stupid. They end up seeing that they're part of the crusade army and they end up getting arrested. Mm-hmm. But they get out of their... Um, this is where Christopher Lee comes in. He's kind of the uh, head of the ministry there. And he's like, we need you guys to go do this mission for us where you take a, uh, a witch to go see monks so she can be properly disposed of to where it's not going to cause more trouble. Mm-hmm. Because they think that she's causing the... Um, plague. Causing the plague, yes. Mm-hmm. So... They do. Takes them a minute, but they eventually agree to do it. Because Bayman feels bad. Bayman feels bad. <laughs> Bateman feels bad about killing one girl, so he goes and helps another girl. Yeah. Felson's just here for the ride. They get a they get a group together. Um, they get a guide, the Six priest. Six men in total, I believe. Yeah. Guide the priest, Felson, Bateman, and lighter, later Kai. Kai, which is an ultra boy. Uh-huh. That ends up being a fucking nuthouse. Like he's just <laughs> Not like he's crazy, but like he's crazy good at everything, and yeah. they presumed he would be no help. Yep. Yeah, they take this witch, and uh, it's a long journey there. Yep. We lose a couple of men along the way. Yeah, it's basically like a one at a time kind of thing. Oh, and speaking you... of which, small role for the hound from Game of Thrones. Oh, the yes, the yeah. hound. Yes. Whatever Cannot... his real name is. <laughs> yeah, um, a fucking massive human being who absolutely dwarfed everyone around him. Which I said while we were watching it that I don't know if he's like actor tall, mm-hmm. which I could probably find right here. I think I he's tall, tall. I think he's six um, foot something. Rory McCain. Rory. And he actually is super fucking tall. He is 6'6". Six, six. Yes, I yeah. thought he was fucking tall. Yeah. But yeah, Um. so get a get a gang together. We go through the journey to this bigger city where the monks have like we a place. We lose three men in total on the mm-hmm. way there. We lose, yeah. In various ways. Mm-hmm. And the whole time you and me were watching, we were like, this, this bitch is a witch. Yeah, gradually <laughs> you're kind of like, oh, she's really a witch like she, yeah. for real um playing and then mind we, games with everybody yeah playing like mind that. games um putting pitting them against each other and eventually we get to the monk city mm-hmm. what is his name raymond brehan Bre- Bre- <laughs> why did i just forget bay bayman 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 and felson the priest and kai and the girl are the ones that make it to the city. Right. Everyone there is dead already. Mm-hmm. But her character name still at this point is the girl. Yeah. So. And 
Uh, everyone there is dead from the plague. But there's a book there that is basically the opposite of the Necronomicon. Ex Mortis. Yeah. It's uh, the Book of the Living. Yes, the Book of the Living. Is <laughs> That's not what it's called. I can't remember no, what it's called. But I don't either. Um, it literally is the opposite of the Book of the Dead. It's yeah, like, it's where like the they use it for good to like dispel yeah. evil. Which we were talking about at the beginning of this movie. It looked a whole lot like... Army, Army of, of Darkness, Darkness. yes. It's which was crazy. Very, it really hits on that. So, like, we were talking also that, like, what if it's the same universe as oh, right. Army of Darkness right. and both these books coexist? But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've already said all our good points. No, no, no. We got more to talk okay. about. Okay. Okay. Um, the book's there. And, uh-oh, there's a twist. Yep. And the twist. He's reading from the book. And then she, she goes into this like um, deep the voice. Priest, the priest is reading. Yeah, from the, the book. priest is reading from the book. He's reading specifically the witch section. Yeah, which is supposed to like prevent them from coming back from the dead, basically. Not not affecting her at all. Yeah. And then she starts doing this low voice, uh, not low voice. It was like she literally repeating what she repeats what yeah what the dude in the crusades was saying to Bayman and felson yeah and they were word like, for word fuck voice for voice yeah repeating everything that they heard and they're like how would you know that and then the priest said like fucking ding ding he figured it out she's not a witch she's a demon she's a demon and he starts reading from that, and she looks over, and she's like, "You don't don't read that anymore." <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments where she was like, "You don't no more with that." Yeah. <laughs> so she hawks out, goes full demon mode, like transforms into a winged beast, and mm. they all fight. And she brings back she he, kind of iffy at this point yeah it's a demon so it's like, a demon it's... so yeah but it, they, uh, they have entrapped a female body mm -hmm. yeah but they were addressing it as he the demon specifically mm -hmm. okay um and he brings back the dead priests very basically dead the zombies eye. very dead eye moment yes very army of darkness again yeah and they fight fucking uh what happens to the priest the priest? Oh, I remember what happens to the priest. What the priest the is priest? the first one to die. Is he? Yeah, because the demon cre creeps up behind him while everyone else oh, is being right. almost killed by well, the dead. At that point, Felson had gone down, but he, he got back up a moment later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he gets his neck just 180. whipped. Yeah. Whipped right around by the demon. Uh Which, yeah. It's so fun. Quickest death. One a really fun thing I love in movies is when I am able to figure out how they do certain things, mm -hmm. and the way that they I know how they did like the head turning, one eighty. Mm -hmm. They had the shot of him looking forward with the hands on his head, then it cut to the demon, yeah, and then you saw the back of his head. Uh huh. Well, they they just don't put his clothes on backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't actually show the twisting, which was graceful of them. Uh, well, I don't think they could have done it because a lot of the. Um, one of the special effects in this movie were not great. Mm -hmm. Like the demon it was 2011, faces. you know. I thought the demon, like the actual demon form, was pretty good. Looked looking. all right. Yeah, that's you said while we were watching that. That's probably where most of the budget went yeah. for a special. Which effects. is good plan. Good plan. <laughs> Honestly, for a big reveal, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you want to like having 
that compared to the rest of the shit we've seen. Mm-hmm. Honestly, probably a good idea like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Felson, I mm-hmm. believe, is the next to go. Um, yeah. Because Which, it was really sad. It was really sad. The demon gets him we were also when he's <laughs> um, helping Bayman not get killed. Yeah. And fucking wraps him in his wings and he, it was burns like, him alive. It was like really good it's writing nothing. for a character's death mm-hmm. where he comes in to save the day after like it was like it was almost like so stereotypical that it was good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like where it was like just like perfect character. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. So, like, the first thing that happens is he comes in to save him. Like, first he goes down. He comes back up. You're not expecting him to get back up. Mm-hmm. One point there. Point two comes when he makes a callback to something that happened way earlier in the movie about the buying the drinks. All right. <laughs> Calm down there. I don't know if you guys heard that, but Gee, fuck that. They dude. absolutely did. Fucking hell. I'm recording a podcast in here. <laughs> if you could fucking not. We all know you have a small penis, okay? All right. Jeez. What if it's a woman? We all know you have a small penis. We all know you have a small vagina. Is that something women are worried about? Um, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what the fuck was going, I talking about? I don't know. Uh, oh, the, the callback. The callback. The callback. Point yeah. two comes from uh, the callback. Mm-hmm. Where uh, So when they were in the Crusades, they were up against an har- army of 600 and um, Felson, which is Ron Perlman, says to Bayman, which is Nicolas Cage, just get you guys back up to speed. I know you fucking idiots don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he says to him, uh, what does he say? He says, like, whoever takes out the most or whoever takes out the least is buying drinks tonight. Yeah. Or whoever takes out the most drinks for free is what he said exactly. Yeah. And um, then he said the same thing. He's what he would taking over, like he threw Bateman out the way and he started fighting the demon. He was like, you're buying drinks tonight. Mm-hmm. And then point, that's point two right there. Point three they get from me is earlier in the movie they established that um, Felsen. Felsen was scared of burning to death. Yeah. Because when they were put in the cell together... He was like, I know we won't have much of a say in it, but I'd much rather be hanged than burned. Mm-hmm. And then he's burnt alive yeah. in that scene with the demon, which rough. I think that's 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 good writing. I think it was it was. Um, and then the next one to go. Well, basically, it's Bayman and Kai left. Yeah. And Kai picks up the book and l- picks up where because he's an altar boy. So yeah, he, he was an altar boy, so he knows Latin, and he picks up where what's his face left off. I have no idea what that character is. I have name absolutely is. no clue and we just no kept desire to the know. Monk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has that fucking stupid ass fucking the ball cut bowl, with the fucking, yeah. what do you call that? What's the crown of his yeah. head <laughs> shaved with the rest of it. You guys know what monk haircuts look like. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The friar. The fucking human. The friar haircut. The human halo. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he is reading from the book and Bayman is. Uh, fighting the demon, trying to keep him from killing Kai while he's reading. Mm-hmm. And th- mm. he's got the demon up against the wall, got him stabbed in there. Mm-hmm. But the fucking demon has this claw on his, on his wing. 
you know, like the tip of it yeah. where it's got that horn and he just keeps stabbing him also, speaking in the of back. Which, if you guys have ever seen Jeepers Creepers. Yes. That's what that demon yes. reminds me of so much. Absolutely. The, mm-hmm. the scene where With you wrap him up in the wings. Yes. I was like Jeepers Creepers vibes all the way yeah. through. Jeepers Creepers and Army of Darkness um, combined in medieval. Ooh. Medieval. Army of Darkness. Well, you don't have to say. Times. Yeah. If it's Army of Darkness, you don't have to say medieval times. Anyways, <laughs> what, was, what was I saying? Um, he's getting stabbed by the wing. He, he gets stabbed over and over in the back by that that horn, and he, uh, you know, you can tell he's like in pain. Mm-hmm. He's he's getting weaker. Kai finishes the phrase, and the demon starts to catch on fire, fire, and like. Like disintegrate. From disintegrate, like, yeah. yes. That's a good word for it. Bayman falls back. And the demon is gone. He is no more. Kai did it. Pulled through. And the girl is left there naked on the floor. Covered in demon goo. Yeah. Interesting choice by the director. Very interesting. Um, And yeah, that's... And Bayman slowly... Which just, I believe is... That was the only female in this movie that had a speaking role. No. No? The witches at the beginning. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. The three witches at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Well, only one of them was a witch, technically. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then, yeah. No. At the beginning, at the beginning, I was thinking about this. The, the first lady pulled out was totally innocent. The second sure. lady was convulsing when he was reading the witch paragraph. Mm-hmm. But the third lady, she, I'm pretty sure she was a demon. She wasn't pulled up, was she? Yeah. She pulled him back in. She tried to get mm-hmm. him. Right. And What makes you think she was a demon? Because she transformed and looks uh, the same way the, that mm, the girl did got you. when she started when, transforming. Gotcha. So that she was probably a demon. So too, I right? think she was a demon, if not the demon, the same demon. May, oh, maybe. Yeah. Wow. That just like passed. Because it was the same transition. It was the fingers got longer and sharper mm-hmm. and then the 2011's fucking Walking Dead face app. And the demon at the end That says, was bugging me so bad, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the way that they fucking did like the face transformations. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was so like... I don't know if you guys remember this, but like when The Walking Dead came out, mm-hmm. um, there was an app you could get on your phone that would make you look like a zombie from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that shit looked like. <laughs> a fucking 2010 Android phone taking a picture of your face and making you look like a zombie. I mean, I thought it looked a little bit better than that, but... A little bit. I'm just saying. being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a thing I want to say about this is... Wait, I'm not done. Oh, right. Fuck. There's an ending. There's an ending. <laughs> and the ending is that um, Kai and the girl. Kai, by the way, is Cla- uh, Klaus from yeah. Umbrella Academy. Yeah. yeah. My baby. Beautiful man. Fucking stunning. And uh, he he and the girl, who we find out her name is Anna, Barry, yes. Felsen, and um, Bayman. And the girl's like... I want to know about them 
tell me about them. So she obviously was completely unconscious the whole time. There was a really cute moment right before they went into battle with the demon mm-hmm. because uh, what's his, how do you say his name again? Kai? Kai. Kai. Kai was talking the whole time that he wanted to be knighted. He didn't want to be an ultra oh, anymore. Right. He wanted to be knighted. So uh, uh, Bayman uh, knights him right before they go into bi- battle and it was just the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Also, we kept saying that uh, um, Bayman and Felsen were like uh, Kai's a Adopted oh, dads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how they treated him too, honestly. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, yeah, another uh, pairing of men that me and Savvy are calling gay. Yeah. Off of the smallest speculation. But... <laughs> yeah, I would say, I will say that they were definitely more best friends. Obviously more best friends than anything. But just like, like I said, best friends that have been best friends for so long, they're married. So. Right. Yeah, it's um. That's as gay as you want it to be, you know. It. I just feel like we keep manifesting our own destiny when it comes to shit yeah. like that. Because I see two men on screen that like each other. And I'm like, they're gay. Yeah, they have to be. Men can't love men without it being gay. <laughs> the fuck. We were watching Star Trek last night. Speaking of which, it's so good. Like, it's so good. I love that show. That one is undeniably gay, though. Ab- like, <laughs> oh my fucking god! I. I will die, die on the mountain of Kirk and Spock being a married couple. Yeah. Like, well, also if they... you guys watched Picard, something you showed me the other day. <laughs> when I tell you I saw that, I started crying. Oh my god! I know you started crying. You snapped that in your <laughs> <Yeah>. video. <laughs> I'm tearing up right now. Um, basically, in Picard. Hold on, wait. Are we done with the movie? We we got uh, well the, the the synopsis. Kai and uh, Anna ride off into the sunset, talking yeah. about how they're going to tell everybody stories, and yeah. the credits roll. And then even though Anna's given a name, it says the girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, so in Picard, <laughs> in Picard, uh, he ha- somebody has Spock's memoir, basically. And the fucking dedication page, all it says is for Jim. And I for Jim, for Jim Kirk. What the fuck? Is it James Kirk? Yeah, it's James Kirk. And I didn't know Jim was short for James. It is, and that's why I was calling him Jimmy that one time. But Kirk is like, just call me Jim, and he does. He just. Never stops calling him. <laughs> it's just like, what the, how the fuck is this supposed to be anything other than a relationship, you know? Right. Please tell me how. Just um, say it, you fucking cowards. <laughs> Do it. I honestly. They're a couple. I honestly don't believe that I'd be into Star Trek as much as I am. If I didn't watch it with you, yeah, to have somebody there also that's just like these guys are fucking like, the- <laughs> and it I've makes- never shipped two men as much as I have Kirk and Spock. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I want to <sighs> say back to this movie. Yeah, back to the movie. Sorry. Before I do that though, I want to I want to shout out something that I love for mm-hmm. free, not paid to say this. Mm-hmm. College humors. College humor, bro. Dropout. If you guys don't have Dropout yet, go ahead and pay for that subscription service. If you love game shows and you love D and D, go ahead and 
pay for that shit, cuh. Worth it. Cut out me saying cuh. <laughs> I don't want that there. I will not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's well worth it. And me and Savvy do uh, spend a lot of time watching that before we record just to help us mm-hmm. get to a point. If you're a nerd and you love... Get us loose. If you're a gay nerd, honestly. Stay loose. Also, yeah, middle Eastern <laughs> sports. But if you're a gay nerd, dropout is the best thing you could ever do for yourself. Absolutely. 100% agree. Brendan Lee Mulligan, anything that he's in, watch it. That's yeah. the man I want to be. I don't... <sighs> That's the man I want me to pat me on the back and say, hey, by the way, I'm your biological dad and I love you. Brennan? And... <laughs> Are you listening? I'm proud of you. <laughs> Brennan, I will pay you. I will p- pay your plane ticket. To come make this a reality. I want you to grab me by both of my shoulders, look me in the eyes and say, I am proud of you, kiddo. <laughs> I could die happy after that. That's it. That's all we're asking. And then after that, if you want me to be on Dimension 20. I was saying, or maybe we could play some D&D. But something I was going to say about this movie is um, really interesting performance from Nicolas Cage. It's... Mm-hmm. More, more Very held back subtle. than most of his shit. Even like some of his other subtle shit, this is still like cut, clean, and dried Hollywood performing, which is mm-hmm. not necessarily want to see want to see from Nicolas Cage, but it goes to show you that he can do honestly anything that you tell him to do. Exactly. Yeah. And I am honestly shocked that this had an eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it was way better than that for this genre. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Beowulf it's a well put together sleep. movie. It's, I mean, like... Effects. That, that's the, the biggest problem I had with was yeah, effects. Yeah, the effects are really... But, and that's just, like, because it's dated. You're right, for sure. Storytelling-wise, though, I thought it was good. It, it is like, good. It's not, like, great, but it's not bad. Yeah. And it's a full... I, there weren't any plot holes or anything like that that I noticed. Like... They're actually... It was um, a complete... In my trivia. In your trivia... That I have pulled up for this from uh-huh. IMDb. Oh, good. They do say there is a plot hole. I'll have to look into that, though. I'll do that while we're talking. Okay. But, yeah, like, if you're coming here for a crazy, nutty Nicolas Cage performing, there's a part I where he I genuinely yells, enjoyed this. And he does point. Yeah. And, like, it's really, yeah, like we said, subtle performances by everybody, but... Subtle, well, I executed. feel like, is the bad word. Well, okay. It's okay. more like... Tame? Tame. <laughs> tame seems like a good word. Yeah. Tame performances. But also, yeah. I love Ron Perlman and everything he does. He can do no wrong. Thank you. Ron Perlman's amazing. He's Ron a Perl, like, there's a There's a moment in the movie where Ron Perlman and Nicolas Cage smile at each other. Like, yeah, they're just laughing. Nobody in the world has such unique <laughs> smiles like... Nicholas Cage and Ron Perlman. The only way that could have been escalated if fucking Jim Carrey was there. <laughs> Can you imagine Jim Carrey being the monk? <laughs> In a completely Holy different movie. Fucking shit! I w- I would watch this movie every day if such a casting was. I have one plot hole pulled up right here. Okay. I'm gonna read it out okay. loud before I read it to myself. Gotcha. The demon follows the incredibly convoluted plan of possessing a girl so she she would get accused of being a witch 
and being brought to the monastery when he could have just easily <laughs> when he could have easily just flown to the monastery himself or possessed someone inside slash near the monastery to reach his goal much faster and with little to no resistance. Ah. Okay. <laughs> but what what I was saying earlier is that like if it was the same demon, he was coming from that town. Right. Maybe and it's maybe just something we don't know about the demon. Like they have to like if they're gonna be Yeah, on I feel the, like they can't possess a monk for sure. Well, I'm gonna say if they're gonna be on the mortal plane, they can't be in a church. Or they might have to possess a body for a while to stay. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they can yeah. come out for a little bit at a time, but I hear they you. probably need to hop body to body. Yeah. Little trivial plot hole denied. Plot hole denied. <laughs> we don't know enough is the problem with that's that. That's just yeah, that's just like I see what you're saying, but we don't know anything reason, about this fucking with with IMDB and their um like their goofs or whatever, that's what it's called, their goofs. It's so nitpicky. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're mostly like like people can submit those, right? Anyone yeah. can submit those. I think I think it works like people submit it and then like a per, if a percentage of people that read it and then rated it like it, it goes up. Oh, gotcha. Because like a lot of these say 26 out of 27 found this interesting. 34 out of 36 found this interesting. Oh. Which the uh, Claire Foy, speaking of interesting, mm-hmm. uh, who played the girl slash Anna, mm-hmm. a theatrical movie debut. Okay. Yeah, she did great. Did you do you know about Robert? I feel like that was his first movie. Um, I, it's definitely not his first movie. Really, know. when he was twenty one, that wasn't his first movie. Let me check. He was he was twenty. What did I say? Twenty three when this came out. Yeah. When but it came said, out. Yeah, but you said it took a while for it to come out, so he was probably twenty twenty one when it was made. Let me do a little dive right here. Why are you being like this? It don't like you. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, you ain't touching back. it right. I hear that all the time. <laughs> but, um... From who? <laughs> Nobody. Everybody agrees exactly. I'm great. <laughs> no, this isn't his first. This isn't his first thing. His, not his first thing, but like his first major role. How many Maybe. other things could he have possibly done? If you count that? this as a major role, I would. He's in fucking like seventy five percent of the movie. His first role was in two thousand three, but I don't know how big he was in that. As O'Reilly fifty eight, I don't know what that means. I want to know what the fuck this is. It's because everybody <laughs> has character names followed by numbers. <laughs> I see that he was he was in a few shows before this what the fuck is this this is a movie called songs for a raggy boy (laughs) (laughs) the synopsis of it is a true story of a single teacher's courage to stand up against the untouchable perfect sadistics disciplinary regimen and other abuse in the catholic reformatory and industrial school in 1939 ireland incredible and he plays a boy named O'Reilly 58. But yeah, that's uh that was his first role. Oh, he was in the movie with Rupert Grint. I don't know who that is. It's Ron. Ron Weasley. Oh, Ron Weasley. That was before this one. 
cherry bomb is what it's called. But I would say this this was his first like major picture Hollywood movie. Maybe. Picture or movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's him. It's the guy that plays Ron Weasley. Mm-hmm. And there's another person I was thinking I can't hold on. It's the guy that plays Ron Weasley. What's his name again? Rupert Grint. Rupert Grint. And Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg plays their dad. And they go on a journey to find out who their real mom is. But on the way of that journey, they find out they have different moms. (gasps) So they find one's mom and then they have to go movie two, go find the other guy's mom. What a trip. Yeah, I think this was his first like major role in a Hollywood movie. Confirmed. Confirmed. Oh, uh, speaking of which, for this movie, uh, Nicolas Cage learned how to ride a horse. <laughs> which is so funny to me. That he didn't know. I feel like he would be somebody that already knew how to ride a exactly. horse. Exactly. Yeah. At least that or like had ridden a horse before. R- ridden or rode? Had rode a horse. Had rode a horse. Before. Has rode a horse before. Has ridden a horse before. Those sound exactly the same to Right? Me. They both sound right. We don't have to be That has been on a horse before. <laughs> has been on. For a movie, especially. <laughs> has ride on horse before. Don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are we drinking? Oh, what are we drinking? We're drinking wine today. Oh, the bottle's not out here anymore. It's called Cupcake. It's. That's the brand. <laughs> I threw the bottle away. You threw it away. I don't okay. grab it. It's just um, sitting on top of everything. It's okay. You don't have to do all that. It's pretty good. I got it because it was on sale for Women's History Month. Admire. That was really interesting. That little um, display they had going right there. It was yeah. Three different women in their own wines they had. Yeah. I so. Was that that one you picked up? Good. Was it the one that said less than one gram of sugar in it? No, this one is not that. No, it's not the, no. Okay. I thought that was an interesting marketing strategy. It had like this weird little, what would you call that? Tag. Tag, I guess. Yeah. All around the edge of the fucking neck of the bottle. Mm -hmm. It was like less than one gram of sugar. And then also had the percentage on it. (laughs) That's one bottle that we have, which is finished now. And the other bottle we have is Francis Coppola's wine, the Diamond Collection. It's a Merlot. Which, uh, Savvy didn't know that Francis Coppola... Did you not, not, no, was... I'm not, I'm not going to let you do that. No. No, you didn't fucking know. You didn't know that Francis Coppola is Nicolas Cage's uncle. Okay? Right. And this is wine, by the way. Yeah, this is wine. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah. Okay, good. And it's pretty good. It's got a lot of flavor. It's a little bit on the dry side. It's very full body for sure. It's very full body. It's got lots of flavor. Um, I feel like we're slowly becoming alcohol experts and it's making me concerned. (laughs) I've been there for a while now, so. I mean, with wine, it's cool. You're allowed to do that with wine. Yeah, wine is so cool. I love wine so much. And I love the drunk that I get off of wine. Wine makes you feel sexy. Yeah. (laughs) It makes me feel happy and like giddy. Wine makes me feel like I might be the hottest person on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Wine makes me feel very positive, basically. Mm-hmm. I've never been like a sad drunk 
on wine. You can't. I don't think you can be. I, I mean, when you wake either. up and you have a big ass headache, but I don't think I've ever been hungover from wine. Wine gives me like a headache that. sometimes. When I really? Wake up. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I think it must be a girl thing. I'll take no. Because <laughs> the only people that agree with me on that are women. Really? Yes. I don't agree with that. I don't think men really drink wine like that, though. True that. Cheers to that. Just this little right, petite bitch. One. Let's do a good one. Uh, that could have been better. Hold on. Ah. That was okay, good. okay, yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to this... <laughs> Squeak. I was, I was kind of... I was trying to do it over here and then finish what I was saying so that could be cut out. But then you made it a part of it. So Sorry. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're drinking also, or even if you're not drinking, let's stay caught up on our water, guys. Yeah. Take a drink of water right now if you're listening. I've taught him so well. <laughs> stay hydrated, bitches. Stay hydrated, motherfuckers. You is should that, be drinking water constantly. That should be... Is that our first uh, uh, um, show reference? We put that on a shirt. Stay hydrated, bitches. <laughs> I like stay hydrated, motherfuckers. Yeah. We'll do both. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Besides, you know. That was a good blog. Uh, I heard. Besides. I doing that. Heck. What? Head? That I heard. I heard. I just go into it sometimes. No, there's nothing wrong with doing an accent. I do it a lot, though. It's hard for me to do any accent with going straight without going, going straight to Australia. Because <laughs> I spent so long trying to perfect that one, and now it's just all the accents I do. Oh man, it's good though. But I can it's bring good. myself out of it by trying to say an Australian accent. Bitch built like a kangaroo. Bitch built like a kangaroo, <laughs> and then you go into the Scottish accents for Scottish. a little while. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be fun for anybody but us. But. No. <laughs> I think Wendy will like it. I think everyone should know that saying. Bitch built like a kangaroo. Try to say. Because yeah. once you start saying it, it'll stick with you. It feels good. Yeah, it feels so good. That's Bitch why I, built like a kangaroo. I always say it once somebody brings it up or once we start talking about accents because it gets you right into the Scottish accent. And like you said, And that's it like the hardest so one good. to do. Yeah. Scottish, that's a hard one. To, but like once you do that, like it's easier to catch all the like, absolutely like how you're supposed to catch your consonants and your mm -hmm. fucking you know what i mean like bitch built like i can get you bitch told my like mom go down to the fucking bar get me a beer really nope. went back from straight to australian <laughs> bitch built like a kangaroo bitch. bitch built like a kangaroo somebody did that for bitch me built like in an australian kangaroo. accent the other day and i cannot do it for the life of me do a little do a little bit of australian right a little now. australian yeah well, I was chilling out on the farm the other day. A couple of guys run up bitch on me. Bitch built like say, a kangaroo. Bitch. Bitch built like a kangaroo. They told me they say, hey. You can't roll your R's whatsoever. You can't roll your R's in Australian. No. No. Bitch built like a kangaroo. Mm, that was that Closer, wasn't maybe? terrible. Yeah. Anyway, season of the witch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What you guys are here for um, this episode, we need to give it our ratings. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say like two shots, because you don't want to be too fucked up to where all the like weird plot shit is hard to grasp. Uh huh. But like, escalate that kind of um to make things 
there isn't a whole lot of comedy throughout this. Right. But if you want an enjoyable experience, you it's like you, you can catch though. small yeah. stuff here there. You know mm. what I mean? Like so also it'll get you through that fucking awful CGI. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just dated. It's dated, it's but dated. like it doesn't hold up. And that's something you have to be thinking about when a you make a movie. Doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like from fucking like two thousand like two thousand to fucking like twenty sixteen. Should have done practical then. <laughs> you want to tell them that? I'll tell them that. Well, actually, Go tell them. as a filmmaker myself, I know that you don't tell, you show. So fucking Jesus fucking Christ. So I'll pull up to their house, flip them off, and then ride off. <laughs> <laughs> Which I I really respect one of these directors because uh, there was two directors. You good over there? There's uh, two directors. We had um, Dominic. Dominic Sina, which I think is how you pronounce that. It's S E N A. Sina. Sina. And oh, then a little callback, Brett Ratner from uh, Family Man. Yeah. The director of Family Man. He did all the reshoots because they had shown this to uh, the corporate at, um, ooh, who did this? I want to say Lionsgate. They, they showed it to, like, the big corporate people, and they weren't digging it. So they did a bunch of reshoots, and they brought Brett Ratner, which is somebody that's already worked with Nicolas Cage. You know what I mean? So I think uh, Brett Ratner did most of those action scenes is what it was. I, would, I could probably find it oh, right here. Oh, the actually. action scenes? I feel like before the reshoots was probably more focused on the relationships. I, I so. would bet. Oh, for Brett Ratner? Probably. Yeah. Because... It might have been those moments where they're inter- like uh, Ron Perlman and uh, mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage are interacting with each other. Yeah. Uh, it says right here, when Brett Ratner was hired to direct reshoots, he brought with him his regular editor, Mark. This is not what I was looking for. <laughs> I saw. I saw. <laughs> I Editors saw. are very important, though. If you guys mm-hmm. didn't know, most fucking Hollywood movies have one single editor that put together the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I keep Savvy as my editor, yeah. and I don't like anybody else editing my stuff besides Savvy. That's right. That's right. Because Savvy does such a good job of getting the same message across, but making it cleaner. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, you're the only person that touches my stuff, and I don't feel like you're fucking it up. <laughs> so sweet. You're welcome. Has anybody else touched your stuff? Yes. Also, Nicolas Cage was attracted to this project because he saw it as a tribute to the movies of um, Roger Corman from the 1960s, which invariably starred the likes of Sir Christopher Lee. I guess he's a Sir. He is. I'm reading this off of IMDb, by the way. Sir, and I Vincent think Ian Price. McKellen also is. They're both Sirs. It says here, it was a real bonus for him to discover that Lee was to appear in this movie, too. He didn't <gasps> That's know. so cute. He didn't know. Wow. I, it's. I really thought this movie was going to put me to sleep, but I I was pretty it was invested. Very engaging. Yeah, and like, it felt like a movie that could really have relied on stereotypes and like cliches, and there was almost none of that. Right. I felt like everything was pretty unique, actually, and like I remember you even like were like, "Oh, this moment's gonna be a jump scare or something," and it I was wasn't. Like, I was like, "Here comes a 2011 jump scare," yeah. and then it wasn't. It was like how they do it now, where like 
they build you up into thinking mm-hmm. that it's going to be a jump scare. And then yeah. it's, yeah. It's not. But, I liked it. Uh, what's your rating on it? Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> Three drinks. Well, honestly, because I only drank half my drink during this. I also did. I didn't drink a whole lot. So. I was, we were too busy talking about it. Well, yeah. yeah. Maybe I, I might have to say two drinks as well. Pretty no, high rating. It's like if somebody asked me to recommend them a movie, this would not be anywhere close to my top fifty. Mm-hmm. But top fifty. Was it what a about, bad? Was it a bad watch? No, not absolutely not. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if somebody else recommended it to me. Yeah, good job. The list. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's, it's genuinely so much better than a an eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. For sure, I would at least. That's say ridiculous. That. Yeah. I think Primal was higher than that. Primal fucking sucked ass, yeah. tits, and balls. I would absolutely rate Primal much lower than this. Yeah, what did I give Primal? Blackout? Yeah. I gave Primal <laughs> Blackout. It was either a Blackout or a six. I think I gave Primal a Blackout in a later episode when we established the rating system. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And I stand by that. I mean, <laughs> I mean like... It had those actors that you were there for, and they mm-hmm. they delivered, but like, which is interesting because it definitely had more Nicolas Cage, like classic Nicolas Cage moments, you know? Yeah, where he's going all in. I'm trying to find but this, the story was just. <sighs> I'm trying to find this thing that I saw earlier mm-hmm. about the making of this, where they had to bring somebody else in to do reshoots. I also no longer have Brett's. Gen- or not Brett, Matt's generator because I got a new phone. Oh, right. So Sorry, Matt. You'll have to send it to us again. I'll do a random number generator this time. Okay. Originally set to release in March 2010, mm-hmm. the studio pushed back release when testing screen audio, or like, uh, yeah, when test screenings reportedly did not impress Liongate exclusive or ex- ex- executives. executives, yeah, reshoots were held in September 2010 in Louisiana. Enola or just Louisiana? Shreveport, Louisiana. I don't know what that is. Bounced by MGM to Columbia and then relatively on its 11-year journey to the screen. <gasps> What? There's no way that's true. But yeah, because then Robert would have been fucking like eleven. Yeah, he absolutely was not. not true. Maybe they unless mean, like, they mean like from scripts. Yeah, yeah. From... ground up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nutty. I'm glad it came to fruition. Yeah, glad I mean it's exists. interesting to see all those kind of actors that you know from here and there together. Yeah, that's always interesting to see stuff like that. And like I said, I felt like it was a pretty. It had a. Uh, it had quite a few unique moments to it. Yeah, that I feel like I haven't seen. There were a lot of moments that I. I thought this has to have a video game about it. Right. Like, they kept introducing like these enemies in certain ways. I was like, they made this to make a video mm-hmm. game about it, but there's not. There's not. <clears throat> I think it was just interesting choices on how to introduce new. Um, what's the word? Conflicts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. For sure. And everything had a reason to be in the movie, which is something else I loved. It's just cohesive storytelling. Mm -hmm. Like I said, not in my top 50 recommendations, but it was a good watch. Yeah. Not mad at it at all. No. 
especially I think last episode we did was well the trust was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the trust yeah. was good, but then we watched it a second time. I felt like we didn't like it as much the second time. Yeah, it was easier to kind of nitpick things mm-hmm. once you come off the initial high of having Nicolas Cage, which this movie didn't have. I mean, yeah. it had Nicolas Cage, but you didn't have that Nicolas Cage high. You were, yeah. you, you know, it was like mm-hmm. he's there, like. Of He's course, they're like, looking pretty, but that's about he it. He did look really good in this movie. Yeah. So did Ron Perlman. <sighs> good looking boys, those boys. They are. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, um, see, it was good to see Nicolas Cage play a protagonist that wasn't over the top. Yes. Just, just knowing that he has range. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he did yell once, and I got really excited about that. <laughs> Truly once. He also pointed only once, and I got really uh-huh. excited about that, too. I had to be in there at yeah. least once. You have to. I mm-hmm. I said while we were watching it, Nicolas Cage's school of acting, rule number one, A-B-P. Always <laughs> be pointing. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's it. All right. Do you want to do a number generator? And this time... Um, you want to do just first page numbers so yes, we can do an earlier I one? Yes, I do. I do want to do an earlier one, so we're going to do 1 through 30. All right. I know how to spell generator. I swear to God. I believe in you. I also don't believe in God, so take that how you will. <laughs> I got it. This one has a really longest title. 1 to 30, you said? Yeah. That's a number 26. City of Angels? City of Angels. Unfucking fortunately, it is. Wait, wait, wait. You said you said one through thirty, but how many times do you want me to hit it? I was gonna leave that up to you. <laughs> I'm gonna do five. Five? Okay. That was the first one. Second one was eleven. Third one was nine. Fourth one was four. Twenty-six. Again? <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> Well, well um, City of Angels, I fucking it guess it's City of Angels. <laughs> Came out the year of my birth, 1998. I was saying unfucking fortunately because 24 is Con Air, 25 oh, is Face no. Off, and 27 is Snake Eyes. I'm so sorry, Dad. So, oh, sorry, Jason. But it has the captain from Brooklyn Nine-Nine in it. Oh, <gasps> no. <laughs> No, <laughs> I've not seen him in anything else. Me <gasps> I'm so excited now. His oh, characters. No. Yeah. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage plays an angel. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm excited. Nineteen ninety-eight. Oh my god. His character's name is Seth and the runtime is an hour and fifty-four. Stop looking up things. Save it. Save it. You wanna watch this trailer with me? No. It's nineteen ninety-eight, Savvy. No. And it's fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. I don't fucking believe you. No, that's the Eminem commercial. Yeah, shut up. No. No. I'll say it one more time. Okay. Turn it off. Okay. I didn't, but I just want you to see how young Nicolas Cage looks right here. I'm sure he does. I'll pause it when it comes on his face. <gasps> oh my god, what a baby. 
That one's going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Andre. What's his name? Andre. Oh, I just closed Br- oh, Fuck. Andre Brower, I want to say. I think you're real, real close. I know it's Andre. Andre. Nope, you're dead on. Brower. He plays ah! Cassell. Cassell? plays Seth. Right. Yeah. Castle is very close to Castiel. Castiel? It's this. Castiel. Instead of Castiel? Okay. Sure. Um, You put a T in there. Castiel is the angel <laughs> from Supernatural. I don't watch Supernatural. So, that's fair, honestly, because I've gotten to season 14 and I find it very difficult to watch. I feel like that's the thing with Supernatural is there's they have a lot of big fans, mm-hmm. but it's not like one of those shows where like if you know somebody that's a fan of it and you haven't seen it, they're not like you've never seen Supernatural. They're like, yeah, that's just something I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like that kind of well, season one through thirteen, phenomenal. Oh really? Absolutely excellent. I would say, and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> Supernatural to you is like what Letter Kidding is to me. Mm-hmm. There's ten seasons of it now. Yeah. Yeah, so. There's 15 of Supernatural. Well. You flex like that. But it's over now, so. Is it? Yeah. Really over? Yeah. I thought The Walking Dead was done, which they technically are now. But they're are having they? a spin-off series. Yeah, they're doing a spin-off yeah. of Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a prequel, actually. Properties never die if they do well. Nope. Especially if they have fucking 15 seasons. How would you guys feel about me and Savvy doing a game show? I'd love it. How would you guys feel about me and Savvy doing a narrative-driven podcast? <gasps> I'd love it. Called Gay Space. <laughs> and guess what's it, what it's about? You'll never guess. It's about Spurk and Cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Living out those dreams I have late at night of all my favorite male duos actually mm-hmm. fucking each other. Actually being a couple as yep. they should be. Yep. Yep. Just know maybe not all those projects are going to be to fruition, but we plan on doing bigger stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in this, we'll keep you updated on other things we're doing. If you want to stay real updated, follow the Instagram. Follow the fucking Instagram. Um, Do give it. Us five stars wherever you're watching this from. If you don't, I will find your address and I will <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> I think I will. I think I will. I don't think I can legally say that. Yeah, no, I don't think you can either. <laughs> Didn't uh, that, mean was, it. That, that was definitely threatening. Yeah. Didn't mean it. Just, Not a specific person, but just absolutely. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Twice now. Yeah, it out. Uh, which actually, I do the bleeping out now. Yeah. Because I know how to. So it's all on you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I will bleep it out. Have fun with that. And I will cut off that thing earlier that I said. No, don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. I can't even remember what it was. It was just the word cuh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. And now I can't. No. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go follow the Instagram. Please. Um, are we calling it? No. No? You have something else to say? Uh, let's watch After Party. Huh? Let's watch After Party. Is that all you want oh, to say? Have you been sitting like that the whole time? No. You haven't, yeah. Okay. I just got back here. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't sound good. No. I'm fine. Great. 
yeah, let's uh, get out of here and go watch After Party. You yeah. guys also, make sure you're keeping up with what Ben Schwartz is doing. Make sure you're keeping up Absolutely. with Nicolas Cage. If mm-hmm. you just want our opinions on, on how to live your life right, keep up on all these actors we've been talking about. Keep up with college <laughs> humor. If you want to feel fulfillment. I swear we have a great taste in media. College the humor, best, I would say. College humor, I like a lot because it helps me stay in like contact with like how to be a good person Mm -hmm. like they do a lot of uh what would you call that sentimental sentimental kind segments everybody like equality for everybody kind of stuff you Mm -hmm. know they're they're really on top of all that i know a lot of people that don't like college humor because they're like they pick the side no they're just respectful of everybody yeah which is rare to find in comedy and it still is comedic you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like they just don't suck the joy out of everything. Yeah. Anyways, all you lovely people out there. People who say they pick the side say that because they're on the other side. Because they're Republicans. Yeah. But- I just want to say to everybody out there real quick, if if you're feeling low, just know that one person loves you and it's me because I love everybody on this planet. <laughs> he really does. Um, And I will do anything to be everybody in this world's friend. And that is my goal in life is to be everybody's friend. That's a good goal. Sometimes I think it's unhealthy, but... <laughs> <laughs> a therapist might say that, but I'm going to say it's a good goal. I like it. It, it um, just... You know, treat everybody around you with love. Treat yourself with love, most importantly. Mm-hmm. You're not useful to anybody if you're not well yourself. Especially right now. Yeah. I know shit be wildin'. Shit's wildin' real hard. <sighs> and it just keeps going. And just <laughs> also know that being comfortable doesn't make you soft. <laughs> I said that. I think I said that. In you the, said that the last episode. Yeah. Because I just edited that and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you, you don't have to feel like you're weak because you're willing to be comfortable. Yeah. Um, you don't have to feel like you're weak just because you're willing to take care of yourself and feel good where you're at. Yeah. And that's, I just want you guys to know all the things that I'm learning here recently mm-hmm. to maybe help yourselves. But I love you guys. Good night and thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day, rest of your week, as best as you can. What's That's that, all we can do. What's that quote from the Truman Show? Bro, I don't know. Where it's like, good morning. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon and good night. Or back over <laughs> August, yeah. But yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love yourselves, love each other, and most importantly, love me. <laughs> And love this podcast. Love this podcast. Show us some love. Show us some love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Show somebody some love. If you're a stranger. Today, do it. Yeah, just anybody. Anyone. And tell us about it. And we'll yes. talk about you. If you do just some random generous act for somebody, even if I know you, even if you're a stranger, I will talk about it nonstop and I'll tell everybody how you're the best person that's ever existed and I love you so much. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. But love you guys. Good night. Thank you for being here. Savvy? Mm-hmm. Javen, I think you should do this one. I should do this one? Yeah, I think you should do this one. All right, which one do I hit? Um, you see this one. No, 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 I got it. Actually, don't say anything. <laughs>